Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, you guys. Welcome back. Episode number three of Seriously Shauna Podcast. I am glad you're here. I'm glad you're here for a number of reasons. One, because it is episode three. So if you're hanging in here for episode three and you are not related to me, hats off to you. We are a fun podcast, a podcast where you can come, have a little bit of a laugh, leave with a nugget of wisdom, right? Enjoy the rest of your day. I am Shauna Lopez. I am your host and tour guide through the deep, dark recesses of my mind. Each week, we are trying to separate the wheat from the laugh. We are also, need to remind you, we are also a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Now, you guys, today is a great day. Today is a really great day. Let me explain why. So, six, wait, no, let's see, six, carry the two, math, gosh, math. So, about seven, eight weeks ago, my husband had surgery. He had neck surgery, you guys. This is super serious. So, he had neck surgery, and he has been home. He's been off work, right? Off work after his neck surgery for this entire time. Now, my husband has been in a neck brace. And so for the first six weeks or so of this hiatus, right, that he was on, he was in that stiff collar, right, like that one where you can't move nothing, right? Terrible, you guys. Terrible. He wasn't sleeping, right? You know, who who could sleep in that? And so he was in this, and now he's in the the soft collar, probably for about a week or so. And then today's the day. Praise the Lord Jesus. He goes back to work, okay? Now, do not get me wrong. I love my husband. As I am sure if you were in my position, you would love your husband too. But, but when you have your husband in your home, for those of you who don't have your husband in your home 24 hours a day, when you are a homeschool mom, meaning I am here all day long and so are the kids, we have our system, we have our schedule, we have the way that we do things. Yes? Do you? Of course you do. And so my husband comes in, God love him. And he just, he just does things different than we do. He just comes in and changes the whole system, you guys. He doesn't mean any ill intent when he does this. However, it is chaos, you guys. And so I need him to go do what he does. And he does very well, I might add, while I stay here. And do what I do. Yes? Right. So, so people, what happened to Abel and what, you know, what happened to, what happened to your husband? Why is his, right? And I said, well, first of all, it's fake news. He's faking, (laughs) right? No, he's not faking. Okay. But I do tell people that. And before you come at me, calm down. Before you come at me 
How can you tell people it's faking it? How can, it, how can you joke about something so serious? Let me tell you something, people. This man will tell people that he got me a vacuum for Christmas and I apparently didn't like it and I took it out on him and that's why he's in a neck brace. Okay. So before you come at me because I tell people his neck brace is fake news, Abel Lopez started it. Okay. My husband started it. Okay. For the record. So he had, he had, I don't, first of all, I don't know anything about the spine, the back, the neck, the nothing. Okay. But he had, I'm told, a herniated C7. Okay. Herniated C7 means zero to me. Other than I know it's in the upper part of the neck. Cut to, I'm in the surgeon's office for a checkup for my husband, okay? And I am looking at all the posters that they have up on the wall because what are you going to do when you're waiting for? That, that's what they're there for, okay? You're just watching and looking at the posters. So I'm reading it, you guys. And I am reading, you know, there's L right? C, L, and there's another one I forget. Why? Because I was stuck on what C, okay? I was stuck on C because you guys, did you know, I, I am not trying to be gross. Did you know that C stands for cervical? Wait, I, did you know this? I, I feel like that's inappropriate. I, how on earth is this cervical? Okay. In no way is this cervical, but that, so I, here you are. This is the information. I am just sharing it with you. Okay. I did not make this up. I did not, this is uh, not a joke. It is the truth. I could, so that made me super uncomfortable. So when he had the surgery, right? Like I don't, I really don't understand, frankly, that maybe I understand to a point, but then there is, uh, why on earth do they want you to be there so early in the morning? Like my, like I get, first of all, I thought to myself, I mean, I love him, sure, but uh, is it, does he really need a ride? I mean... I can have the kid drop me. Do I have to get and take him so early? God, I know I'm a terrible person, but I, I, I took him. All right. Yes, of course I did. These are just the thoughts. They're just fleeting thoughts. You guys S simmer down. But why does it have to be so early in the morning? It's so early. Nobody's there. You have to be buzzed into the hospital. Because nobody's there. So that I don't, I don't understand. But I, I do know that I figured out that's why people get married. So that in their middle age, they'll have someone to drive them to the hospital at, you know, five in the morning. And, and I also was obligated to take him because... Truth be told, I had surgery a couple months before. It was pretty major. And yes, I needed a ride home and back. And so uh, I'm locked in at this point, right? I'm locked in. 
So I drove him to the hospital so early, you guys, that you cannot even believe. You don't even know. There's two five o'clocks in a day. There are. There are. So we get back. You know, they, you go through all these checks and these registrations and whatnot. And, you know, this is my husband's first surgery. He has never been in a hospital. He's never, nothing. This is the first thing, right? So this is a pretty big major deal, you guys. And so we get taken to the back. Then they, they don't put you in a room right away. They kind of put you in that, that fake newsroom where it's just a sheet on Three sides of you, right? A sheet. So, basically, you can hear every word everybody is saying in the whole entire hall, right? Nope, you're, we're not having private conversation. The doctors and nurses will come in as though they're having a private conversation, and they will say things, and it is so much information about other people and their surgeries that I don't want to know. But... I'm exposed to it because I am sitting in the sheet room with my husband. There was a very colorful man in the sheet room next to my husband on the other side of the sheet next to my husband. Actually, they're probably shower curtains, right? Yeah, because they, anyhow, technicality. So he was very colorful. You know those elderly gentlemen that... Um, they probably live alone and have for a while, so they've just kind of got their own thing going, right? Their own system of doing things, kind of like me as a homeschool mom. This elderly gentleman had his own thing going, so he really likes things a particular way. And he did not hesitate to tell anyone who entered his sheet room what he wanted and how he wanted it, right? And there were probably several inappropriate jokes that he may have made to the little nurses. And the truth is, these nurses, God love them, bless their hearts. They were young. So many of the jokes, I am certain they did not get. But nevertheless, we're in the stall next to him and He's going on and he's making phone calls and, you know, talking about him being in the gown, which, hello, I do not, mm -mm, draw the line, stop it, stop it, right? Various things. But he, he made for a little break in the tension of the surgical ward of this hospital. I also, while waiting for my husband to be taken back to his surgery... I heard probably 7,000 times someone repeat the commercial. Y'all know the, uh, what is it, the Geico commercial where the doctor's like, I'm, I'm just okay. <sighs> so many people were in and out and told that joke to every single doctor that entered their sheet room. Every time. Oh my gosh. Can we not? Have you seen the commercial? Do you know what I'm talking about? The one where the guy said he just got his medical license restored and it'll be okay. Probably, you know, the surgery for this guy. They're in the hospital. You know what I'm saying? People trying to be funny. Ugh. I, 
I'm not going to ban you from being funny, but if you're not funny, you're sort of banned from being funny. Mm-hmm. Leave it to other people. But people said that joke over and over. I couldn't take it anymore. Can't. Can't handle it. Can't handle it anymore. I'd rather, you know what? I'd rather have the old man crack inappropriate jokes, frankly. I would rather hear that than this one repeated over and over and over until I die. So they take, they take the husband back. He goes back and this surgery lasts for three hours, you guys. So I had some time to kill. Of course, when they take him back, they don't tell you it's going to be three hours. So you have no idea and you're whatever. So I go to the waiting room and it is a pleasant enough waiting room. All of the chairs are fake leather. You know what I'm talking about. They're all like prison gray. They're in a row against the wall. And then there's another row like in the middle of the room. And those chairs, they are all facing each other, right? So you are in this room with other people who have someone close to them having surgery. And we're sitting, right? Staring at each other. So when I walk in, you know how people sit in the waiting rooms are like strategic, like I will sit right near the fourth seat over or something. And so they're all sitting kind of weird, right? And the problem with that is, so like when someone like me comes in, you got four people sitting there. You are all sitting in weird ways, which forces me to sit in a weird way. So I sit in this chair across from this lady. I am sitting underneath the television. So I cannot see the TV. You cannot see it. I can hear it. Annoying. But I can't see it. And I'm sitting across from this lady. Directly across. Now, next to me is a little, like, end table, right? That's It's in between more seats to the right of me. And there is... A fake plant on it. You get the idea, right? So this is sitting next to me and across from me is another lady. Well, this lady has some couple of friends come up. Actually, one gentleman and then two other friends. They all walk up at the same time. And she's greeting them and she's hugging them. Hello, how are you? Exchanging pleasantries. Fine. It's what you do. They were there to support her. Excellent. And she turns to the gentleman, one of the gentlemen that approached with him. And um, they did not, these people did not come together. They just got there at the same time. So she turns to the gentleman and she says, and I quote, this is my husband, Michael. Then she pauses. Wait for it. Wait for it. This is my husband, Michael. She pauses dramatically. And she says, sorry, that was the first one. This one's name is John. What? What? What just happened? Did she just... Am I... Baru 
brutal, you guys. Brutal. And so the husband looked at her like, what in the actual wide world of sports did you just say? It, there was so much silence in that moment. How do you move on from that? Well, I, I don't know. How do you recover? They just all actually started talking like if nothing. I'm like, oh, that's a fist fight when they get home. That Something is going down, James Brown. Y'all wait for it. It ain't going to happen here because they're decent people. But you wait till they get home, y'all. Woo. Have mercy. Have mercy. I, uh, my relationship with this lady was not over at this point, you guys. We were in it to win it. We were not done. I... As I mentioned, was sitting next to the table, and there was an outlet next to me. So she, sitting across from me, decided it would be a great idea to plug her cell phone in next to me to charge it. Fine, people do that. It's fine. Only this lady probably received about 6,000 phone calls and texts in the time that I was sitting next to this phone being charged. Literally every 60 to 90 seconds, it would ring. And it wasn't even a pleasant ring. Listen, if you're going to leave your phone on full blast, at least have a decent ring that we can all enjoy. It was not. It was not. Over and over and over. It. it and sometimes she'd get up and check it. Sometimes she'd just let it go. On and on and on. I felt like I wanted to answer it sometime. I probably should have, to be honest. And the truth is, she was probably waiting on me. Like, when are you going to answer my phone? When, uh, when is this relationship going to go to the next level and you just start picking it up? I, I never did, you guys. I never answered it. She, she seemed nice. I'm certain she was. Until, y'all knew it was going to take a turn. Until. So, I guess she was in need of some entertainment. I don't, she, maybe she was fidgety. Maybe she was having a heart and she was, it was nervous. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Extend a little grace, Shauna. Extend a little grace. But she went and got one of those jumbo White styrofoam cups, okay? There was a little McCafe right next to us. I'm, I, it was just a little, they had refreshments, I don't know, ice maker. And she fills it up with a little bitty barrel ice. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? The little barrel ice. She fills it up. She does not put water. She does not put any beverage in this drink. And then she proceeds, peace. By excruciating peace to crunch the ice in front of me. Mm. What's happening? Can I have surgery, please, so that I can get out of this room? Can someone stop this lady? This is outrageous. 
over and over, piece by piece. I don't know how many were in there. You ever tried to look at the jar of M&Ms and guess how many were in there? I don't know. I don't know how many were in there. Probably one million. It seemed like there were one million. She finished the entire glass, you guys, the entire styrofoam cup. One piece at a t- one piece at a time. She didn't put more than one. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. One piece at a time. One piece at a time, you guys. I will say this. She also, to her credit, ate an entire full-size bag of chips, you guys. Full-size bag of chips. Felt like it was my teenage son eating a full-size bag of chips in front of me. Only I could not discipline her. I could not send her out of the room. Mm-mm. I had to endure it, you guys. Respect, though. Full-size bag? Respect. Respect. So this was, you know, the process. You go through this process. My husband comes out. You know, he's in pain, but he's doing okay. It's his first surgery. His first time. You know, that's a, that's a big deal, right? But he made it okay, you guys. Three hours later, the three-hour tour, it felt like I was on Gilligan's Island, y'all. Three-hour tour. Sorry. Dated references for 500, please. So we made it out of surgery, obvi, and back home a couple days later, right? So... They let me know. He says, I'll I'll be ready this time, so be up here this time. So I go, and we happen to have something that day scheduled already, the day we were to pick him up. So I had a couple of the kids with me in a car. No big deal. So we get there. We get him all settled into the car, and we are on our journey home, and This is where, again, our story takes a turn, you guys. I, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. I take care of zero maintenance on my car. Zero. And by zero, I mean zero. I typically don't wash my car. Why? I live in a house full of five sons and a husband. And like it or not, you are tasked with outside work. And my car is outside. So I, I don't do any maintenance on my car. I happen to have a car that uh, is, it's not a fancy car, but it does have an app and electronically meaning like they'll send me notifications of things. Oh, it's time to do this. Oh, this seems to be happening in your car. You better have it checked. You know, those sorts of things. So it's not fancy, but you get that. And I may have gotten several emails and texts. Okay. About something happening with my car. And I may not have, I may not have paid attention to them. And I go and pick my husband up and we are driving home. Mind you, I, he was in a, in the large downtown area hospital. Okay. 
we live about, give or take, 35 minutes away on a good day. Clear traffic, right? So I go to pick him up at 3 o'clock. Now, what does that say to you? Well, if you're a grown-up with a job, it says, okay, 3 o'clock means you have enough time to get home before 5 o'clock traffic, right? You have plenty of time. You have left yourself plenty of time. Well, we are driving down the road, and I'm trying to get back to the freeway. And for some reason, oh, I, <laughs> I remember the reason right now. I remember the reason right now. I was almost out of gas, like to the point where my car, though it is not fancy, was getting irritated and telling me by its little jerky, rude dings, you need to get gas in the next five seconds or you're going nowhere. So I pull in, husband is literally in this neck brace, had surgery two days prior. Sitting in the front seat, stiff as a board, right? I am driving two kids in the back. You hear it. You get it. So I pump the gas, right? Hey, okay, I, so I don't do all the not maintenance. I do some things. I pump my gas, you guys. Not a barbarian. So I pump my gas, and there is this very kind construction worker walking from the inside of the store back to his construction site or versa vice I don't remember. It's not important. Don't, don't get hung up on that detail. And he says, lady, you have a flat tire. I say, what are you talking about? You have one right now. You had better get air in. I go around. I thank him very much. I go around my goodness, flat as a pancake, you guys, were the numerous texts and emails about the possibility that my tire was going flat? Yes. Yes, they were. In my defense, what? in my defense, there was... A big cold snap just the week before. And my, I got notification because you all know when it gets cold, something about the air goes and it'll trigger your tires are flat, going flat when really it's just the cold air, right? Is this a thing? This is actually a thing. Ask somebody who knows. I don't want to get all technical, but you, okay. So when I got these, numerous texts and emails in the days prior to this incident, that is what I assumed it was again. Okay. That is my defense. That is my defense. I stand by it. However, it was not the case. Here is my husband. Two days out, set, not even 48 hours away from having his first surgery of his life on his neck in a full on neck brace. 
trying to check the air and put air in this tire. You hear what I'm saying to you? I know there are some of you who will be sensitive when I say this word, but please know there is no other word to describe it. I must use this. Do you hear me? I, in this instant, I realize that I truly am a giant moron. Do you understand me? Giant, a moron. Because I didn't bother looking. I just assumed, you guys. It's unacceptable to see my... So what happens next? Okay, we get enough air in it. And my husband, GPS, I know, okay, here's where we are because my husband works downtown. Drive up this road. Let's try to make it to a tire repair shop. So I'm carefully driving, trying to navigate my way through an area of town. A, I have no business being in. And B, I have no idea where I'm going. We finally land at the tire repair shop. Where, of course, the employees, through no fault of their own, it's what it is, speak only Spanish. Of course. Fortunately... You guys, as you know from the previous episodes, if you've listened, my husband is fluent. So, let's break it down. Husband had surgery. Wife is a giant moron. Now he is having to communicate with these people to please repair the flat that I allowed to happen. Okay? So they did, right? They did. But now, you guys, guess what time it is? Mm -hmm. My poor husband had to not only endure a giant moron of a wife, a surgery, a flat tire. Now he is having to live through five o'clock traffic, you guys. I'm terrible. I am a terrible person. I, you know, I feel like, okay, let's, I, because I know that you out there too have experienced moments like these. If you're willing to admit, if you're willing to put it out there, I I am putting it out there, you guys. If you are willing to admit that you too are a giant moron. I was not just a moron, and I was a giant moron. And you know, you met people who are, you are one. At some point, if you aren't willing to admit it, then disregard the rest of what I'm about to say. But if you admit it and want to share, tell me about it. Because here is why it is important that I hear this. I want you to email me, Shauna. Seriously, shanapodcast.com and tell me your experience of being a giant moron because I, I have, I feel like I want to know who you are. And so I, I'm going to have a, I'm going to, let's make some merch, you guys. Let's have a shirt that says, well, we don't, we don't want to give it away. So let's just have the shirt Let's all get t-shirts made and they're going to say, 
they're going to say in capital letters, GEM. G-E-M. It's going to stand for giant moron. The E is silent, you guys. Yeah? Huh? So we're going to get these shirts. So when I'm out in public, right, and I spot you in your gym shirt, I am, I'm going to look you in the eye. I'm going to shake my head in affirmation. Yes. Yes. I see you. I acknowledge you. I feel you. Yes. Right? Is this the greatest idea you've heard today? Of course it is. So let me hear from you. If there's enough of you, we are getting merch. We are getting giant moron shirts. We need to know who we are in society. We need to know that we exist. Please tell me. Shauna, seriously, shaunapodcast.com. This is a great idea, folks. This is a cutting edge, great idea. Cutting edge, great idea. So, so that's the end of that, you guys. That happened. We got home, right? Husband was off for seven, almost eight weeks, you guys. Love him so much. So excited that he's back at work. It's, it's, not, a, it's not personal. It's business, right? Am I right, ladies? It's, if you're, it's not personal, but stop doing what you're doing. We have a system here. I, I would not go to his office and start changing things around. I would not go to his place of work and do that. I would not change his filing systems. I would not change the order of his day. Right? That's He's got his thing going and so do I. And you need to do your thing there and I'll do my thing here. So that's, that is that, sir. I, some of you, I have asked, been asked, some of you know, some of you who don't know me at all have no idea. But yes, I had major surgery back, by the time this airs, it'll have been four-ish months ago. So I will not be talking about that anytime soon because we've had enough of surgery for now. So needless to say, I'm doing just fine. Now let's get to the business of it. Check out the website, you guys. Seriously, Shauna.com. Lots of information there. You can also find me on the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. I have a page there that has a calendar of events, those sorts of things, a little bit more tidbits. Follow me on social media, of course. Um, we have uh, icons for that on the website, or you can just find me. Shauna Lopez or Seriously Shauna, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, okay? Look for those things. Guys, again, I know I say this all the time, but if you have an event and you want me to be at it, if you have an event at your church, at your small group, at your women's Bible study, at your homeschool co-op, your homeschool group, your homeschool conference, conference season is upon us, so contact me if you know of a conference or a group or something that I would be perfect for, which is all of them, frankly. Okay, I'm, there I said it. Let that conference know and they'll reach out to me, you guys. Let them know and they'll reach out to me. So like and subscribe to the podcast, you guys know. If you rate it a five stars, which it is, but if you do that, it is not... 
me tooting my own horn, it just kind of bumps the podcast up and more people get exposed to it. It's all it does. So let us know. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you'd like to see. Let us know if you are a giant moron, and I suspect you are. I suspect you are. Email me your stories at Shauna, seriously, com. So remember, guys, I love you. I ain't above you, but I've had enough of you. Until next time.